Welcome everyone, this is A Healthy Obsession, the podcast by Small Golf Soccer. I am Adam Thelwell, one of your hosts, and the other host is sat right next to me, looking at his phone, not paying attention. I'm not sat next to you, I'm sat across from you. Oh, same thing. It's not the same thing. So are you saying that next two can only be to your right or left? It'd be weird if we were sitting next to each other. It's like, have you ever watched anyone that, like, not watched anyone, that sounds weird. <laughs> but like, oh, I watch in, people. You've been in a restaurant where just like a couple sit next to each other. Very strange. Yeah, me and Pam used to do that quite a lot. Just sit next to each other and just stare at... It's a good way to get some other people. thigh rubbing done. Thigh <laughs> rubbing. <laughs> so go on, introduce yourself. We got a lot of new listeners randomly last week. Really? Yeah, don't know why. Don't know what happened. What? <laughs> I think it's the TikTok. <laughs> TikTok yeah. Oh, we've got a TikTok? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's pretty... The, view, the views on the TikTok videos are insane compared to Instagram. It's mad. I'll have a look. Oh. Yeah, the next one will be you doing uh, Instagram. Oh no, uh, TikTok, TikTok dances. dances. Yeah, I, I, I could do a TikTok dance. I saw someone do it today. A football player did it today, and I nearly choked because it was so cringy. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awful. I've not really been on TikTok before. It's very good. It's no, entertaining. It's, it's, it's cr- ruined now. It's shit. Now we're on it. It's yeah. ruined now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw like all the mums and dads on there, and it's like, yeah, it's just, it's terrible. Teenagers just want to go and do stuff in dark corners. Okay, introduce myself with the TikTok dance. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Actually, it's always the only snippets that I use are like word, uh, like verbal, vocal snippets from the show of you. And yeah, they always do really well on TikTok. There we go, look at that. I've only done five posts, but we had a big spike last week. So introduce yourself to the new newcomers. Hi. What's your name? (laughs) Tom. Tom what? Welcome to the show. Your name's Thomas. Thomas. Thomas Hurdle. So there's. Middle name, Michael? Uh, Yes, Michael, yes. Uh Thomas Michael Hurdle. TMH. Uh, there's a uh, a person at my workplace who always <laughs> you make it sound like you work in a factory or something <laughs> <laughs> in one of the organisations I work for they work for 10 um, organisations yeah she always emails me and she older lady she's lovely really really nice woman does, what, does a what's lot older us. lady can you say huh what's older lady can you say age wise oh she must be what's considered older I mean she's she's mid to late 70s I guess okay so she, uh, over 65 I guess she, she always uh, her short abbreviation of my name because she always sees Thomas on my email is Thom T-H-O-M <laughs> so all the emails say hi Thom yeah. <laughs> Tom's Tom's Thom Thom interesting so yeah UK's running out of petrol it's not though, is it? Is it? I don't know if it is. Yeah, so a guy, it was fucking brilliant. Uh, well, just before you got it, <laughs> unbelievable. He was riding a bicycle around the queues where the cars were parked. Yeah. Said, I'm not running out of petrol. Fuck off. On his it was, bike. It was so funny. <laughs> just changing, just random football songs. Uh, I don't need petrol. Your car is shy. <laughs> oh, it was oh, brilliant. That is funny. So I, I had Did a. You- Go on. Did you see the BBC reporter they sent to uh, to report on it? <laughs> no. You didn't see it? No. Mate, you've it's got to have seen this. It's good. Go on. So they sent a reporter to go, like, he's standing outside of a BP petrol station. <laughs> His name was Phil McCann. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's real. Phil McCann. <laughs> There's no it's way real. that's real. He's a real reporter. Uh, if, if that's quality from the BBC if they meant to do Phil that. Phil McCann. Phil McCann. Fantastic. There's no way that's real. <laughs> it is. It's 100% real. Uh, so I saw that, and it was a amongst another story at the Norton Beer Festival do you know where Norton 
business in England. It's probably 15 Nortons. Probably. Anyway, uh, so I saw this. Uh, where, where is it? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, I thought you asked like you'd know. No. Like it was a significant place. No, I asked you for information. <laughs> Asking because I don't know. I haven't done my research. I was just eating a cup of tomato soup and I saw this story. And it was Norton Beer Festival is not cancelled this year because of social distancing and COVID. They've had to cancel the last one or two. So they did it this year and it was in a church graveyard and it's drawn some criticism as people were just sat around on tombstones. On having a lager. <laughs> And the the organiser said he defends his position by saying uh, that we are bringing people together in a very difficult time. I was like, this is unbelievable. Brilliant. At, at no point anyone was like, maybe yeah. don't use the graveyard. Maybe don't sit on someone's tombstone. Maybe use a field. A bit disrespectful. And it's not like there's not a lot of fields in England. Plenty of fields. That was fantastic. You should have seen the comments. Absolutely brilliant. Graveyard. Yeah, it was very good. If I was... Well, when I'm dead, I guess. Not if I'm going to be dead or if I was dead. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to die. Aren't we dead? We could already be dead. Could we? We could. Well, that's a different conversation. Yeah. Anyway. That's for our other podcast. But I'm dead. I don't think I have an issue with someone having a pint on my gravestone. I would love to If I die, I'm going to have a gravestone and it's going to be a bench. Oh, just a bar. Yeah, a bar. Imagine that. little pub. Buried under the bar. Yeah, for all the goths. Fantastic. Yeah, to come and have a little pint. What do, what do goths drink? A seance and a pint. Ooh, uh, probably... Good question. I'd say somewhere stout. It's dark, isn't it? Yeah, oh, there you go. A like Guinness. That. Dark drink. Yeah. yeah. So, how was your life, anyway? How's my life? Yeah, I haven't really seen you... For, oh, sorry, last week. Last week. Yeah. We see each other weekly. That's true. That's a staple for the last... What? How long are we doing this now? <sighs> Shit. At least a year. Oh, it's way over here. It started in 2020. We April. started during the April. beginning of the year and a half now. I want to say, yeah, April 2020. Every week for a year and a half, me and you've had a chat. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? And just to think, people, uh, new listeners are still coming and, in. And here we are, talking <laughs> about drinking in gravestones. Drinking uh, in graveyards, yeah. and uh, what was the lead-up to that? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> Some other gra- petrol. Oh, petrol, yeah. You drink petrol in a graveyard. Phil McCannon. Oh, <laughs> Phil, Phil McCann. Yeah, no, life is life is actually good, mate. Good. I'm all right, yeah. I'm uh, Wonderful. Yeah, still kicking and screaming. I went up to the woods. I went to our campsite on oh, Saturday. Oh, how was it? Yeah, it was good. I, you know, so it was a two-day. For anyone who doesn't know, we do uh, an adult summer camp, which anyone outside the US will think that just sounds Mental. fucking ridiculous. It, anyway, <laughs> it, it, we take uh, 100 adults into the woods where we do our youth summer camp. Yes. <laughs> Ironically, very different vibe. <laughs> I just don't want to get caught up on that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't go on Friday. So it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I went up like late Saturday afternoon, and it was just chaos. Yeah. But organised chaos, good. Everyone's having a good time. So yeah, that was good. Nice. It was a nice fun bit of fun in the woods, and it pissed it down with rain. Did it rain up there? It rained really badly it on rained s- here. Sunday morning. It rained really badly, but it was actually okay on uh, Saturday. It was nice. Do you know what? That's all right though, because you basically can uh, you can just lay in the Sunday morning and just get your hangover out of the way I'm pretty sure there was a lot of sore heads yeah imagine a lot of sore heads get a guy a guy brought his guitar cowboy yeah. hat and a guitar very cool yeah it was it was fitting C- come by yard by the fire he was singing some actually decent tunes yeah yeah he knocked out a few belters did you play any I didn't huh? I was very much passenger I was just Miss- watching listening yeah. bit creepy in the woods it's absolutely <laughs> creepy did they know you were there you know what was good as a business owner is a lot of people didn't know who I was oh, yeah. so I overheard some good conversations oh. like fly on the wall style oh. people saying what they I even asked a couple of people what they thought about the weekend it was resoundingly positive you were like undercover boss yeah pretty much did you put on like a mask or a, yeah. I'd say put on a beard but you've already got a beard I dressed up like Hulk Hogan <laughs> 
<laughs> a shave. I, d- I a don't shave know if you're joking it. there, by the way. No, I didn't. I didn't okay. dress up. Okay. Shut up, nice. mate. Do you want to talk about football? Mm. No, no, I don't, it was, actually. It was it's funny r- as you bring it up. It was rather miserable weekend. Yeah, I haven't got much to say. For Adam and Tom yeah. <laughs> in the world of football. Celtic, Phoenix Celtic are 0-4 as well. <laughs> for the first time in oh, my both time at the club. Yeah, both teams have lost wow. too. Yeah. It's not good. That's really bad. Sack the board. <laughs> we haven't got a board, have we? I think it's me. You're the board. Yeah, uh, I think so. You're sacked. We used to have a board in the uh, the noughties. I like the idea of a board. We had a, we actually had a legit board. Yeah. Yeah, treasurer and yeah, but then all hell broke loose when the treasurer moved with and ran off with a sack of money <laughs> from, a, from, from a team car wash. <laughs> anyway. Fantastic. <laughs> Still in litigation, so I can't say too much. Uh, so <laughs> let's kick it off anyway. Arsenal Spurs. Uh, Arsenal three one. Tom, what happened here? Tell the good listeners. Nothing happened. That's the problem. A lot happened. Spurs were abysmal. Very, very I, uh, bad. I want to be pro Nuno, but everything he's doing is sort of like not really giving you any hope, does it? He was manager of the month four weeks ago. Yeah. That's how quickly. And Arteta was probably the worst manager in the league four weeks yeah. ago. That's how quickly things turn around. It's a funny game, football, but... The problem is, I think Spurs when they won three games, one nil. Mm. And I think the signs were there that we were dodging a bullet a little bit in some of those games. That's you know, not that what you said on the show. Wasn't know what I said. No, you said that's what title contenders do. They knock <laughs> week one in, nil week wins out. Yeah, I'm showing the best of a bad situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny how hindsight kicks in. Eh? Uh, um, no, I think the signs were there. That this, uh, listen, when we fired fired Pochettino, it was because the manager wasn't good enough. And then Mourinho came in, and it was the manager wasn't good enough. I think at what point do you say this squad? Now is just underperforming. I thought Deli Alley was absolutely awful on, yeah, was on, poor. on Sunday. He got subbed off. Um, I just we haven't got an identity at the moment, Spurs, and it's scary because it really it's a team that looks like a four flat. I, I made a joke. I wonder if uh, there's a relegation clause in Harry Kane's contract. That's his <laughs> way out of Spurs because he looks totally uninterested. Maybe not even a relegation clause. Maybe just like a place. Just if you're not in the top four, he top, gets to go yeah, top ten. Something. Yeah, at this rate, yeah. yeah. It's, it's bad. Uh, I don't think Arsenal were particularly good. You know, everyone's getting excited about them. I think I still think they're in trouble. I don't think they're a very good team either. Well, and this, I think it was the third goal. Um, I think the keeper passed it, and that very could have easily gone the wrong way. Right. Uh, the keeper fired, it and and the central midfielder got a nice turn on it. And the counter attack was good. To yeah. be fair to Arsenal, From there it, was good. it was very good. But that could have easily gone the other way. The player got very lucky. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, you gotta give credit where credit's due. You might not want to, but I thought Arsenal were. I thought Arsenal were decent. They came to play. Yeah. They came with some intensity. It looked like Spurs just expect a shot and play like they do any other game. And it, it was embarrassing. I mean, a 3 0 after, what, 30 odd minutes? Yeah, it was. I mean, that that's unacceptable in any Derby game. Harry Kane for the third goal was just, like, he was just he just fell over the yeah. ball. Horrible. Not interested. Doesn't want to be there, does he? And, and Spurs, I mean, you look at some of the stats per game this season. Mm-hmm. We're 18th in goals. We've taken the least shots of anyone in the Premier League. The <laughs> least shots. Okay, we've created the least chances. Okay, we created that we've covered the least distance. Mm. That's a concern. That's, that's stat. a problem. Yeah. That's that's a worry. If you're learning, but if you're losing, but they're working, then you're golden. But if they're not working, then there's an issue. We've allowed the most or the second most shots this season. I mean, it, it, the stats are terrible. Mm. That's a concern. I, I don't know if a new manager does fix it. I, I know I say I'm worried about Nuno. I am. 
Um, I don't think a new manager necessarily can change the problems we have because the same problems have existed now f- through three managers. You're saying it's a squad issue. It's a squad it, issue. It's a personnel issue. It's a lack of investment by by the board, by the, the chairman, by the club. If that's the case, surely the clubs do that and they sell Harry Kane for whatever crazy money it was and buy three really good players. The, the club is worried and... and I don't want to go down the Spurs rabbit hole, but that that stadium they built, and you, you saw, I know you saw watch Joshua fight on Saturday. <coughs> I didn't. I, I did not watch it either. Mm. But I saw the highlights, and the stadium looked incredible, right? Right. But a lot of the talk among Spurs fans was like, "This is amazing, you know, Spurs, Spurs stadium." But the sad part is, there is nothing about that stadium that actually indicates it's Spurs' home ground. It, and fair enough, they've built it where it can be a neutral stadium, be used for anything. But there's no identity around it, and that that indicates to me what the intentions of the ownership of the club are. Mm. That it's about making money. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the uh, ownership group that owns the New England Patriots? They also own the New England soccer team, the Revolution. Don't know. And they also have some stake in Liverpool, I think. The Gillette. Might be the Gillette family. Anyway, I was reading a story about the owner of uh, the New England Revolution when he bought an MLS franchise, which was like '99 when it they first revamped and I, the fee was ridiculous right it was like 50 grand or something you know it's, so he bought a franchise for 50 grand and he also bought a defunct stadium right. which is where the Patriots play and they, they share a stadium so he puts the teams in there and anyway to tie it all in he spoke about the revenue that's generated from the stadium not from any one of the sports teams he didn't mention the sports teams yep. he's he talked concessions he said concerts uh trade shows yep. you know things like that and i think that a lot of the clubs in england are just savvy to that now yep. where it's like you know what this is an entertainment venue not a football and, stadium and don't get me wrong I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it not being branded if the reinvestment goes back into the team. Right. The issue is that's maybe it's too early for that. Maybe that's coming down the road. I suspect not. But you know, it's just really frustrating to see that because there's been no investment in the squad. There's no rejuvenation. It's just all right. We're going to be what we're going to be. Yeah, and and then you have the the age old problem of a new coach. Let's say Nuno does get fired at some point. You get a new coach in, it's still the same players, and then it's even more of a mashup because it's one or two players Nuno signed, one or two players Jose signed, one or two players Pochettino signed, and then it's just a jigsaw. And to tear all of that down and start rebuilding from it, it takes some vision and foresight as an owner to actually get that right. Once you start chopping and changing managers, which Spurs have now done, mm. it, it's a rocky road. and It'll take a while now. Smith Rowe, who was sensational during the game, described it as the best day of his life. Shit life. <laughs> you know who looks fantastic, who was like written off on this show, was a Bamiang. No, he didn't look fantastic. He looks, he, he looks a, interested oh, again. I can't stand him. He looks interested of course he again. Does. He, he only sings when he's winning. <laughs> Mate, he's, he's only interested when, when the going is good. He is an absolute imposter. Uh, Arsenal won the last three without conceding a goal, Tom. Yeah, what have they played? Spurs who can't score against They went away at Burnley. That's a tough place to go. 1 okay. 0 win at Burnley. Right. That's a very, very Fair. good win. Fair. And before that, they'd be somebody 2 0. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Better than Spurs. <laughs> Saying something. <laughs> Quite literally. The yeah. table is flip flopped. <laughs> Arsenal are now above <laughs> Tottenham oh, Hotspur. For God's right, sake. Let, let's talk about the European champions and the champions of the Premier League. Chelsea, nil. Man- Manchester City, one. Why did they. The commentary team kept referring to it as that as well. And mm-hmm. here we are. You know, the champions of. England are beating the champions of Europe. Yeah, it's just I very, like that. Just strange way to keep saying it. It's like the, the reminds me of the WWF. <laughs> yeah, like, title belt. Yeah, the title belts are on the line. That'd be great, wouldn't it, if City beat Chelsea and they got to take their European Cup? 
Well, like, that's how football works. That's how football works. <laughs> yeah. So like just the, the, you're only as good as your last game. <laughs> yeah. But so, Burnley beat City. Now Burnley are the champions of Europe. Yeah, we're the champions. The yeah. champions of England. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. That'd be good. I think they should do that. Like, it's just title fights. Every game would be fucking it's immense. Just title fights. You got to earn your bid. Yeah. So everyone goes rogue. <laughs> I'm all about that. Yeah, it'd be great. To work your way up. Yeah, you just uh, and then you just get all these different belts floating about. Be class. <laughs> I think they should do that. I can see that, you know. I, I, I like that. That's not a new football league with that in mind. Yeah. A shot at the title every match. That's what we keep doing. Once a week. And each week you've got to announce who the new... You're like the Eddie Hearn of uh, yeah. of football. That'd be great. He's brilliant, Hearn. He is. He's a smart man. He went after a... Uh, he went after one of the fans at the fight, didn't he? <laughs> Did he? So, yeah, I, I think so, someone called him out and he had a bit of a bite there. Yeah, good for He's him. not scared of it. Fucking good for him. <laughs> uh, so, Man City, uh, Chelsea was 1 0 to Man City, and I thought Bernardo Silva was just fucking quality. I think he's probably the most underrated footballer in the world. Do you think he's underrated? Maybe he's rated. I don't know. I just don't think he gets mentioned he in the same he, breath he's, yeah, as, he's, you know, Salah or, you know. He's not the flash, is he? No, he's quiet, and he often comes off the bench, and it's a very, very interesting play, but he's so, so good. He's understated, rather, uh, rather than underrated. That's, that's a good way to so describe it. I think people, everyone knows mm. he's a class footballer, but he's understated. Agreed, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, City were great in this game. I thought they set up perfectly. Pressure, every time Chelsea got the ball, there was nowhere to go. I thought they did a great job of executing the high press. Yeah, I think I think you'll that, get a laugh. That's me talking about football yeah, tactics. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you got me there. No, I, like, I think a little bit that you get a laugh here is taken from the way Spurs went about a game against Chelsea in the mm. first 20, 25 minutes last week. And I think they set the model of like, oh, nobody's seen Chelsea under that kind of pressure early and they, they did wobble. We're just not good enough to do it for 90 minutes and City are. I quite like the rivalry between those two because they're both like kind of mad scientist managers and they seem to have like a good old tactical... Battle every battle. time they get together, yeah. Guardiola's always been renowned as the tactician, right? Mm. I think sometimes he's too tactical. Sometimes the game is the game, right? It's Let too play. cute. It's too clever. We're recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate when you do that. <laughs> I was looking at the time. But, uh, but Tuchel, I'm, Focus. I, I like Tuchel a lot. Big fan of him. Yeah. And, and the little tactical nuances of the game, he's all about it, right? I mean, mm. it's fun to watch. It's a bit of a jammy goal as well, to be fair. It took a deflection, didn't it, off um, uh, Thiago Silva, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, because it sort of rolled in the corner, mm. didn't it? it was like, yeah, it's, eh. a bit, it's a bit stuffy. But yeah, City uh, City cruising again. Chelsea take their first defeat. So it's, it's wide open now. Interesting to see how they respond. Well, yeah, that's the first time we've been beaten in a while. Yeah, it is. At home as well. Mm. It's the first time in 15 games at home, 16 games at home. Yeah, well, and uh, so one other Manchester team they played this weekend. Oh, United. Yeah, they? they dropped points. Who did you play? Aston Villa. What's the score? Nil one. Nil one. Yeah. I like the way you read that. Yeah, nil one. Properly. De- devastating blow. What happened, in the, your opinion? The the Oli out, the, the Oli out bandwagon is in full force. Like, you've lost to the Champions League you've lost at home lost to West Ham in the week yep. in the, in is that three in a row Carlin Cup uh, I think there was a I win, think had a win in, uh, in the middle somewhere in the middle in the uh, after the young boys game we Came had a game week, yeah. yeah won that game and then yeah not not good not they had, and you know what it, it, they didn't play well uh, and ironically they created I was just reading the stats they re- uh, created 21 chances which if you watch the highlights of the game if you didn't see it anyone listening United had a lot of chances. Like they could have won the game 4-1 on another right. day. Of course, Bruno 
Fernandez skies the last minute penalty to get a draw but I don't know if there's there's a lot of murmurings that there's like more deep rooted problems and it's what we talked about right. with Arsenal and Spurs people are just real quick to pull the knives out aren't they this day and age I, who knows everyone's got an opinion these days Ollie's been back still I think that's the issue now is that you can't say oh well we haven't signed anyone we just signed Varane and Ronaldo and Sancho, Sancho. And the you can't say that he's not been backed they're players he wanted that he's brought in there's no excuses now. Do, so. you, do you think the Ronaldo factor has maybe thrown off the balance at United a little bit? And the reason why I say that, like, you, you've got this big, big, big personality comes into the squad. Now, if you're a Sancho who's just signed for, what, did he sign 100 million? Uh, yeah, uh, close to, I think, 80. Do you think Sancho all of a sudden thinks, well, that's me probably playing less because he's going to play? Or he comes in and now he's thinking, oh, we got Ronaldo. Like he's gonna, he's gonna take a big brunt of the workload. Like naturally, as players, they've got this big ego, this big personality, this big talent. And you think that that could really unsettle a squad more than more than excite a squad potentially. Do you? Did you ever? I'm sure you have been. You know when they do the uh, preseason tour games in the states, and I remember watching Ronaldo for United. So obviously, this is. 10, 12 years ago whenever he last played for United I remember him watching play against LA Galaxy in Los Angeles every time he got the ball the stadium, the stadium went mad yeah. they just went nuts they were just like it was like you know kind of like David Beckham fever where it, no one cared about the rest of the team it was just Ronaldo that's happening at the moment with United that every time Ronaldo ball. gets the ball and I'm sure that'll wear off a yeah. bit right as the games go by but it was every time we got the ball it's like shoot 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 go on go for it and it's like yeah it's turned into a bit of a one man band mm-hmm. where he's obviously got the ability to execute on that but I didn't like that I thought Mason Greenwood had a lot of good opportunities but he seems to be on a bit of a one man mission where he's not involved in the rest mm-hmm. of the team every time he gets the ball wants to score a goal nothing wrong with that he's a striker but right. it doesn't look good on days when you don't win the game I, I noticed after the game Bruno Fernandes apologised for missing a penalty what do you so make no, of that no, well let's, let's start with the pen mm-hmm. Ronaldo was on the pitch right so should Ronaldo take it or should Bruno take it Bruno's the penalty taker I mean, is he still the penalty taker no I think so I think so he, I mean he's, he, I don't think he's ever missed one for United until this weekend yeah do you think Knowing that Ronaldo was behind him and he's like, shit, like, I better score this. Do you think that was a fact? Because he didn't take it his normal way. He didn't no, do his fucking hoppy he skippy. He blasted bullets. it and it went fucking miles but away. He normally does his little hop, skip, jump. Yeah. Like, and he did none it. of that. He's, yeah, so maybe that changed the dynamic a little bit. The mentality. Know, of having like Ronaldo on your shoulder. Even that, more pressure. Mm, yeah, disappointing anyway. They've they've got some work. So they've got a difficult month as well. October's tough for them. City, Liverpool. See, uh, is it Fabianski the keeper? No, not Fabianski. Who's the goalkeeper that turned around to the United fans after the pen went over? Did you see that? It's Fabianski, isn't it? It's not Fabianski. He's at West Ham. Uh, is it Ramirez? Not Ramirez? I can't remember. I know you mean, but anyway. I, t- I, t- I saw him turn around and give Go, it to give the United the fans. fans. Yeah. And, then, and then you were about to say it. Why is he apologising after the game? Or should he apologise after oh, the game? Absolutely no. Under no circumstances should a professional athlete be apologising for missing a fucking penalty. And you know what that is? It's just, I think it's just, he's probably not even written that. He's got a PR person, right, or a social media person. You don't need to apologise for that kind of thing. Is he going to apologise next time he misses yeah, a penalty? Does he apologise every time he does something Every wrong? time you have a bad game or a bad free kick right. or whatever. Like, fuck off. That's, I think that's like... I think Gary Neville said today is like if it's genuine okay fine but people apologising for everything everything it's like fuck off listen I might apologise to my teammates hey lads sorry I blew it here but I'm not going to come out publicly as a a player 
and it apologised something like that. Unless, no, it, unless there's more to it. Yeah, agreed. Strange. I did see the. I don't know if you saw this video I posted earlier today. Uh, Aston Villa fans outside United in a big Sweet. circle. Yeah, doing the Ronaldo <laughs> celebration. That is very good. That was That's funny. good banter. I like. I love the old man who like got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. like, couldn't really jump. Couldn't really spin. Just ran out. <laughs> just ran out. So I humped the air. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, it's brilliant. All right, cool. Let's say half time, and we'll come back in a few minutes. Got a little uh, pub quiz. Put pub football quiz. Seven out of seven last week. Yeah, you seven. did well last week. The week before you were poor. Yeah. So probably expecting a bad week this week. Yeah, week before you were 2 of 10. I'm going to study. Those are the kind of consistent levels. Ring that bell. Ding, ding. Second half. Fight. Knockout. (laughs) Knockout blow. End of show. End of show. What was the best day of your life? What day I got married? <laughs> oh, I really hope your wife you've doesn't listen got, to this. You've always got to answer that. I know, but I, I'm sorry. Outside I hope, of that, I hope your wife wasn't wasn't because you that. said it. That was an absolute forced answer. Well, I had to think. All right. That's always the top answer. Your wedding was a good laugh. It was a good day. Yeah, it was good fun. Should I think? <laughs> Outside of that, of course. What else is there? It's called a hat trick. Uh, in a in a youth game once did you? Yeah, how old were you? that was a good day uh, under 15s it was for the uh, under 16s maybe 17s under, for the North Yorkshire FA <laughs> yeah have you ever watched a show called Brassic? Brassic? I haven't watched it but apparently it's fucking brilliant it's about like a group of like northern basically like pikeys and they, they just yeah they just go about stealing stuff and I've never seen it before it looks fucking great and the guy's just like yeah, well, the police think we're organised crime, but it's more like disorganised crime was the opening. Anyway, it looks fucking great. It reminded me of Yorkshire. It's not in Yorkshire, but anyway. So, do you want to do a pub quiz? How have you got to that from that? Don't know. What's the best day of your life? Best day of my life. Oh, that's so many. Day my son was born. Yeah, good one. Day got married. Good one. Uh, United, tick, tick off the list. United Champions League treble, Solskjaer, 99. That was unbelievable fucking day. Good day. That was very exciting. 1995, uh, no, 94, F, no, 96 FA Cup final. It was yeah. one of the first games I very much remember watching. Cantona volley against Liverpool. Yeah. Really enjoyable day of my life. Um, All football, right? Lots, yeah, well, I'm trying to keep it on point with uh, the show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, non football. Um, I had some really good t- good times. <laughs> it's been a good good life. Yeah, yeah, enjoyed. I went to uh, Honduras. That was really exciting. It was one of the best times of my life. I think one of my best. My, one of my best was uh, when we beat Slovakia. Ooh, good, th- yeah, good shot. That Football. was a great day. Slovakia. It, that was a big one. Yeah, the the tournaments of beating were, England was good. Beating England was good. The yeah. comeback, all those games, the six v six World Cup were, some were really good. Some of the best times of my life. They were, they were cracking. Yeah, and yeah. So, some of them are yet to come. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's coming. Big time. It's coming home. No, it's not. Speaking of which, do you want to do a little pop quiz? You're on, you're on fire. Last week you were on, on uh, scintillating form. Let's see if I continue my form. Good right. week, bad week. Good week, bad week. All right, so we do a little pop quiz for Tommy every week. It's me asking Tommy questions. You can play along at home. Tell us how you did. Tell us if you beat Tom. Did really well last week. He was terrible the week before. Here we go. Round one. Fight. Cool. All right. Which country did England women's team beat 10-0 in a World Cup qualifier last Tuesday? Luxembourg, Andorra, or San Marino? It was Luxembourg. Correct. Yeah, sorry, because... Uh, Do I have to give you the uh, multiple choice? 
Well, yeah, you should get shit. you should get a plus one if you answer without the multiple choice, and yeah. you get just get one point if you get with multiple choice. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, Lionel Messi's reaction to being substituted grabbed the headlines, but which of his countrymen grabbed Paris Saint Germain's late winner in the game with Leon? Angel Di Maria. Mm-mm. Oh wait, wait, wait! Do the multiple choice. No, you're fucked now. Hey, if you answer get it wrong, you don't get to keep going. That's bollocks. Yeah. You just said. It was Mauro Icardi. Who? Mauro Icardi. Never heard of him. Fucking never heard of him. He's brilliant. James Rodriguez left... Uh, question three. James Rodriguez <laughs> left Everton last week. In which country will he now be playing his trade? China, Colombia, or Qatar? James Rodriguez? Yeah. I didn't know he left Everton. Yeah, he did. Really? Yeah. Why? Fancy's new challenge. Won't play much or what? No. And who the fuck would want to live in Merseyside? Colombia... China or Qatar? I think it's Qatar. Correct. Yeah. Two for three? Yeah. Hamas. I love that because I didn't even know he'd left Everton. It's <laughs> a pure guess. There's no skill to this. <laughs> I've said it like I know it. It's Qatar. Hamas international teammate Radamel Falcao has made an impressive start to life at his new club, scoring three in three. Who does he now play for? Do you want the clues? Of course I do. Well, I'm going to do you want to shoot oh. first? All right. Do I get double points if I do it without a clue? Yes, that's what I said. Oh, I want the clue. All right. Hitafe, uh, <laughs> Benfica, or Rayo Vallecano? Falcao? Yep. Ooh. Where is he at? Three and three. The hitman's back. Right, he's at Benfica. <laughs> Rayo Vallecano. Where's that? Spain. Sorry, mate. Have you, have you said that right? Yeah, of course I have. I think you've not said it right. Of course I have, mate. So I didn't get it right. All right, and hold, on. hold on. I need to go to the next round. Okay. Oh, no, I can't do that one either. Okay. Some of these are visuals. <laughs> oh, here we go. Fathers and sons. I can see. You can show me a picture if it's a visual. Yeah, but people at home can't see it. They're playing oh, along. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about the podcast. Bella. Just <laughs> <laughs> me and you sat having a laugh. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. Round four. Fight. Fathers and sons is the theme. Because Romeo Becker made his professional debut last week, can you identify the famous dads and sons? Oh, no, I can't do this one either. By the pictures. Yeah, pictures. Mm. Sorry about that. Sorry. All right, here we go. The final round. Because <laughs> this has gone horrifically. Got I haven't planned it very well. I like a quid, master. River Plate beat rivals Boca Juniors in the second leg of the 2018 Copper Libertadores final. Where mm. did the eventual... Would the final eventually take place? What do you mean, where did it eventually take Well, because it was in Buenos Aires originally, yeah. and it was a big kickoff. All the fans were rioting. Oh, really? So they moved the final elsewhere. Is it still an argument? Do I get options? Yeah. Do you want the options? Yeah, of course. All right. Paris, Barcelona, or Madrid? Oh, I know where they did this. <laughs> Go on, they, they did it in Madrid. Yes, they did. Yeah. Double points? No, one point. Why? Because you didn't get it without the clues. <laughs> Who was the last team to win the Carabao Cup before Manchester City won four in a row? Oh, God. Swansea, Chelsea, or Manchester United? Oh... What Swansea? Might have been Swansea. <laughs> Wasn't Swansea. I can say something. Just Swansea. Say an answer. It's, it was Chelsea. <laughs> Manchester United. <laughs> you're, you're not having a good one today. What was half that? and half. Three and eight. But you've done eight questions. You skipped four of them. <laughs> so you're. We'll give you four and eight. Last one. Bonus question. If I get it right, I got a six out of eight. Who was sent off for Arsenal in their 06 Champions League final defeat to Barcelona? Sol Campbell. Final answer? No. Yes. Uh-uh. Who was it? <laughs> you didn't even want the clues. Jens Lemon. 
Oh, I hate him as well. All right, well, that was a good quiz. You want one more? Nope. Ronaldo's only trophy with Inter Milan came in the 1998 UEFA Cup. Which other Italian side did they beat in the final? Inter Milan. Final answer? No, no, no. Who was he playing for? He was playing for Inter Milan. Yeah. Who were they playing against? <laughs> what you say final answer for? Well, that's what stitch you up. Can't beat themselves, can they? Or could they? Ooh. Um, what other Italian club? Who was good at the time? Fiorentina. Final answer? No, well, no. can I have the options? Well, you lose you lose half the points. Well, no, I mean, this is my game. I've already got it oh. wrong. You want me to go Fiorentina? <laughs> Juventus, Lazio and Napoli. Ooh, good. <laughs> Fiorentina. You wait for Cup. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Juventus would have been in the Champions League at the time. I think. <coughs> what was your one? Napoli and. Lazio. It was Lazio. Correct. Yeah. So you got five out of. Uh, four out of eight. It's not quite right. But it was terrible. 50 50. Shall we go around the world real quick? Some yeah, other, give us some fun stuff. Some, Let's go. some other funny news. Yes. All right, so we've got to talk about this. It's the Suriname uh, vice president story. Did you see this? I did see it. Fucking hilarious. So the vice president of the country, not like the football club, but the country, mm-hmm. his name is Ronnie Brunswick. <laughs> he, Sounds like a wheeler dealer. Yeah, it? Ronnie yeah. Brunswick. Ron, Ronnie Brunners. Good old Ronnie Bruns. So Ronnie Bruns <laughs> has, has elected himself to play... In a professional football match for the team that he owns, and he played 60 minutes. I know, 60 years old, he played 54 minutes. Yeah. That's quite aggressive. I like He's it. He's a big bloke as well. Apparently, he was all 40 years old as well. Did you see the videos of him handing out wads of cash to people after the no. game? No. Yeah, it was exciting. <laughs> just handing out cash? He was giving cash to players just into the, players. the changing room. Yeah. I thought it was like, not fans. You, like just randomers. No, no he's not uh, the, uh, what's his name from the WWF, the million dollar man. Oh, I think from like the Pied Piper. No. Roddy the Pied Piper. Did the Pied Piper take from... No, it was Robin Hood. No, Robin Hood. the rich give the poor. What <laughs> yeah. did the Pied Piper do? Rats followed him, didn't they? No, rats followed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wicked job. Way off. Nice power, yeah. mate. Keep playing that flute. Yeah, so... What do you think of that? Are you, are you into that kind of shithousery? I, I love it from the outside perspective. I'll be fuming if I was the player that got dropped for him. Beckham's kind of doing the same thing, just playing his son, isn't he? Nepotism. Where's his son playing it? Uh, in Milan. Or in Milan. International. Into Miami. Into Miami, that's it. Yeah. No, that's called Into Miami, aren't they? I don't. Oh yeah, because of the Inter thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his son's playing for the B team. Really? Massive amounts of nepotism. <laughs> Probably shit. I did, dodgy. I did like the one of the uh, the Chinese uh, Premier League. He had his son playing, and he was yes. about fifty pounds over. Yeah, he was a big boy, wasn't he? Yeah, brilliant. And he took all the corners and everything. Yeah, it's <laughs> rubbish. Would you do that if you owned your own team? What play myself? Yeah. No. You've played yourself. No, would not. Alright. No. Not that kind of. Uh, I like that level of corruption, though. It's not even corruption, it's just like, like in your face, I don't give a shit. He's the vice president of the country that's already been found out on a, like all kinds of shit extortion, embezzlement, <laughs> and he's just owns a football team and played himself. Fair enough. Amazing. Uh, we got to talk about this one. Um, the Wolves, uh, Wolf, Wolverhampton Wanderers, have started their own record label, the first football team to do so. What? Yeah, Wolverhampton Wanderers, the Premier League football team. I never heard about this. Yeah, yeah, they uh, started their own record label. What? That's absolutely bizarre. Who is a footballer that you think would be a good musician that's not a musician? Because quite a few of them fancy themselves as rappers, don't they? Who would be a good musician that? Like, who do you think's got the presence to be like the front man of a band? Paul Popper. Ooh, yeah, good chance. Class front man. And he loves getting up. He jumps on the stage every concert yeah, he goes to. He'd be about it. He's on the stage. But, um, who else would be a good, good musician? Should I think through? 
I could see um, I think Cavani for a rock band Cavani for a rock band yeah. I could see Bamford being like a really shit boys band shit indie band really shit band <laughs> where he's just like God, I hate their songs yeah. but he'd be a good little front man for that who else do I think through there's got to be like a goalkeeper that's just wild so what would be good David James Hugo Lloris could be in like like a little Euro band your, your Euro trash yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting so yeah they've started a record label I wonder if that's a thing as a what do you mean they've started like the ownership it's, or no, it's like called Wolves Records so yeah it belongs to the club and they've got a person running it they're signing local talent and all kinds of stuff who walked in and was like I've so got an idea it's a marketing thing isn't it I've got an idea we're going to start a record label yeah how about we win some games of football yeah, well, they've actually won. been doing well to be fair. Well, Jimenez, Jimenez got his first goal back at the yeah. weekend away at Southampton. Yeah, good. Who Southampton drew with Manchester City recently? So they're technically champions of England. Yeah, if we're going off our and previous then, rule, and then Wolves beat them. Well, no, you don't get it on a draw. Well, you you're have equal to beat then. them. No, you share it. No, you no, share no, the no. title. You've got to be the best. You've you, got to beat you the best. Take it. You've who got scored for, Who scored first in that game? Was it Southampton or Man City? Nobody scores. No, no. It was 0-0. You mug. Oh. <laughs> you played yourself there, son. So I've got a new tiebreaker in training. Have you? Yeah. What is so it? Right, when it's a draw. Deathmatch. When it's a score draw, mm. the team that gave up the lead loses. Because you had the lead and you lost it. Yeah, incentivizes. I like yeah, it. That's fair. Defend when you win. Yeah. Conservative hurdle. Don't throw the, don't throw the lead away. Tom Pullis. Yeah. Have you been watching uh, Ted Lasso? No, don't watch it. Mm. Don't, don't, I don't pay for TV. It's not, I think it's, well, I don't either, and I've watched it. <laughs> Hello. Just kidding if the FCC are listening. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about this? A uh, player. There's a player who scored own goals to stop match fixing, charged with match fixing. He did what? <laughs> so there's, there's a player in Ghana. Yep. Uh, he has been charged by the association for scoring own goals because he wanted to stop match fixing, and he's been charged with max, match fixing. <laughs> So, so he, he put a front on a cover-up. Oh, I'm scoring own goals, so then it ruins everyone's match-fixing plans. So, but so, really, he's backing himself to score own goals. So here it is. A Ghanaian footballer has been charged with match-fixing and bringing the game into disrepute by the country's footballing association. He scored two own goals in order to stop what he suggested was a match-fixed scoreline. Inter Alais Hashmin Musa scored two own goals as the Ghanaian top-flight outfit lost 7-0 to a shanty gold with the defender, who came on as a substitute... Later telling reporters that the reason he put the ball in his own net was to prevent what he suspected was a pre-arranged 5-1 scoreline. <laughs> How much money did he have on 7-0? <laughs> brilliant. So you get, you're trying to stop match fixing and get stitched up. Outstanding. I like that. Good for him. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite exciting. What do you think about this one? I'm going to jump on you. Yeah, no, not jump it. on you, but <laughs> jump in on the conversation. Easy. Hello. What do you think about this one? Uh, the uh, AC Milan coach uh, Stefano Pioli and his uh, recommendation to improve football this week. Did you catch that? I did see that, yeah. With, uh, if we want to see more attacking football in the game, bring in a rule where you can't go back into your own half once you've crossed the halfway line. It's like basketball, isn't it? We actually put a poll on Small Goal Soccer account and it, it like, would you want this rule in place? All and events. it was 90% no. <laughs> Re- resounding uh, yeah, vote for no. Why would you put that in place? It's just... Uh, and what I found a little, if I, I think it's Taylor Twelman said it, if an American had said that, it would have been destroyed. Did see but that. because it's an Italian manager, it's like, oh, that's interesting. It's not interesting. It's terrible. Stupid. It's just saying, just saying would, stuff it, for the it sake would, of it. It's fucking stupid. It'd make football more boring. It definitely because would. You'd force the opposition to have because now you wouldn't leave anyone out of the pitch. You'd just all drop back because the ball's in your half. What is humans? The human need for a craving for innovation of everything. Yeah. 
them. You just can't be happy with anything. It's, it's not broken, don't fix it. Anything, everything has to be fixed all the time. I'd get one nil up and just keep kicking it back into my own half. Has anyone, a human, what do you give a free kick? Has a human ever said, this is perfect, don't fuck with it? Well, I say it every day when I look in the mirror, but that's a different story. Yeah, well, you are perfect. That's true. You are perfect. You are perfect. Yeah, a little affirmation. Yeah. I don't yeah. do that. Don't you? No. I do. Positive affirmations. Yeah, we should do some of those. Well, on the show. So people can just listen to us. End the show with the final thought. Not, like now, not now. Don't do it yet. You saw me let my lips. <laughs> know, yeah, he licked his lips. <laughs> Breathe in. Um, no, do it at the end of the show. All right, so have you got anything for a hot topic? We've got about five minutes left. I've got two, okay. actually. Um, Go on. You had one. I don't remember what it was. Well, the other one I had is uh, <laughs> new, Tottenham Hotspur Nuno Gomez. Uh, Nuno Gomez. Nuno uh, Esperanti, whatever his name is. Spirit of Sansa. Yeah, that's the band. Mm. I thought he, you were into Catholic been school. In tr- been in trouble this week. Mm. Uh, they got fined by the Premier League because uh, they're breaking training heading regulations. I did see that. The, yeah. the players have uh, he's basically been ignoring heading protocol. They're only allowed to head. I think it's something silly like 10 forced headers. In a in a session or in a, in a week, we talked about this a couple of weeks yeah, ago. But that's a sh- I never knew the rule existed in the Premier League. So is that your? Sorry, not really. It's just more a comment. That's not. I, mean, I don't want to dig into it too much. It's not a hot topic. But you had one. Rubbish. Yeah, I had a good one. Oh, as well. Wayne Rooney with Derby. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A club ownership. Well, this one was interesting because obviously they're, they're, everyone knows about Derby right now. I'm sure they got into all sorts of financial ruin and point deductions, and the club is in trouble. But Rooney found out via Sky Sports, didn't he? He was watching on TV, and that's how he found out the club was in trouble. He tried calling the owner, Mel Morris. and Good name. Yeah, Mel Morris. Strong M- name. That's a Hollywood name, isn't Mel it? Mel Morris. Mel Morris stars in Die Hard 9. <laughs> so Wayne Rooney's tried calling him, and he's ignoring Wayne Rooney's calls. So Wayne Rooney's grabbed the club doctor's phone and pretended to be someone else in order to get the... Uh, Chairman to answer. I don't think I'd want to be on the wrong side of Wayne Rooney. Really? Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him do a little sparring, and he's a, he's from Toxteth. He's a tough boy. If he gets hold of the chairman, he'll give him a whack. You think? Yeah, I think he's a softy, Rooney. Definitely not. Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, right. You can't be soft and be from that town. But he's also so Rooney apparently has been paying for the club's travel and hotels. Uh, in the meantime but which, I a, that, that that work? should that happen no of course not and when does that end what, that's okay for a week but what's his obligation like yeah, yeah. just because he's made money like, doesn't this. mean he should bail the club out well does he say to Derby yeah well I want ownership stake now has he, has he already got ownership stake uh, I don't know that but, might but be why he's doing it the running of the clubs is, is for a lot of clubs is just absolutely terrible we've talked on the show before about our football clubs are ran fucking terrible if they were ran if they were businesses they would be out oh. of business yeah because it ran so poorly. It's it's all over the place, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So. All right, so what, what's your uh, Tom's final thought affirmation? That, oh, by the way, that's the end of this week. <laughs> Go on. Final thought affirmation. Are you looking one up online? No, I'm not actually. We've got training starting off now. I'm getting blown up by the coaches. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's off at the top, brother. It is. Oh, you like the affirmation? Yeah, what is it? Let's try to think of a good one. It's not worth the jail time. Not worth the jail time. What are you suggesting? Is that an affirmation? No. It's just advice. An affirmation would be like, I am a strong warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just me laughing. Stand in front of the mirror, look at yourself. Calling yourself a strong warrior. Do well. Thanks Have for listening game. to A Healthy Obsession, everybody. If you're in the gym, do one more rep. No, ten more. One more. 
I saw that piece of advice today. Go back to the bench and do ten more. Ten? Yeah. Now nah, one. Anyway. Start with one. So there's my affirmation. Okay. Start with one. Start with one. One percent better every day. Start with one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Smallgoldsoccer.com for all your footballing needs. Um, Tom, you can get with on social media. Uh, no, Hello. At healthyobsession.soccer yeah, Nobody checks it That's the email Nobody ever checks yeah. uh, And on social media And TikTok A Healthy Obsession Yeah Go check it out Get with us Thanks for listening Cheers